Hey, thanks for watching the Horror Show with Sean and Joel. Ain't no other place to go. I'm Roddy Piper. Thanks. and welcome to the horror show the show that dissects mutilates dismembers and butchers all of your favorite and not so favorite horror movies and other horror related events i'm sean i'm joe joe what are we going to talk about this week we're going to talk about friday the 13th part four the final chapter the final chapter Friday the 13th, part 5, turns 30 years old this year. Friday the 13th, part 6, turns 25 years old this year. So naturally, we're going to do Friday the 13th, part (laughs) 4. With no date. Oh, and happy Friday the 13th, guys. This is the week of Friday the 13th. Uh, So we're really excited about that. We missed the first one. We skipped it kind of on purpose, knowing that we were lucky enough to have one. The second week. Yes. And that is so obvious to do Friday the 13th on Friday the 13th. We said, fuck it. And then we did it anyway. And then we did it the next, <laughs> the next mo- four weeks later. Yeah. So we're drinking uh, nitro milk stout today. It's delicious. It's, it's America's stout. And what better way to celebrate America's stout than watching Friday the 13th part four. <laughs> Uh, uh, a week before Friday the Thirteenth. <laughs> uh, Joe is not drinking though, so he will be of sound mind during this. Yeah. Joe, where should we start on this? I don't want to. We'll save some of this for after, but let, let's start off with the story of Friday the Thirteenth Part Four. Let's start there. That may be a harder request than you think. It's insane. I just thought of it in my head, and I said, "Oh wait, this story." Not a lot to it. <laughs> Literally nothing to it. Literally nothing it to it. It picks up where part three left off. Immediately. 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 And which then, I always like. I do too. And then, <laughs> then just I think I think this is why people love Friday thirteenth, because he just Jason shows up and just starts fucking shit up. I gotta say, this is probably one of my favorites. I'll agree with that. And and I think it did it better than other ones. I don't think that is what people love about Friday the Thirteenth, but I think other ones did it terribly. Sometimes it, they sure, they for sure. Oh yeah, did. no, yeah, that's definite. <laughs> that's a definite. But yeah, this one, not was... a whole lot of story. I don't even. It was great. <laughs> I was from the minute. Okay, so let's start off. It ends. It starts where three leaves off. Jason is quote unquote dead at the barn. Mm-hmm. Axe to the face, I believe. Uh, they take him to the morgue, <laughs> which is so, 
<laughs> well, okay, so we're not going to go through the scene by scene, so let's just recover it, because the morgue is like the first death. It's crazy. It happens so fast. Yeah, and I just love that in this universe of the Jason Voorhees <laughs> universe, that this, this guy's a fucking monster who is w- really well known. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone knows him. And they're just taking him to the morgue and not bothering <laughs> oh, to he's check. he's definitely dead. He's like... <laughs> Wouldn't the CIA be all over this? Wouldn't you just like chop off his head and like cut him into pieces before you took him on a stretcher? (laughs) I mean, it's just so nonchalant. Just eh, throw him in the back over there. Just oh wait, his arm moved. Uh, Nothing, probably, probably just the wind. But anyways, I'm not gonna. Yeah, no. So, um, so not really a story here. Jason gets loose. And we are introduced to a family of uh, Corey Feldman, yep. his mother, yep. his and an older sister. sister. They live together with their dog out in the woods. And that's the meat and potatoes of this. St- oh, wait, no. There's a, there's Crispin Glover. There, there is a van full of college kids going to be camping next door to them. Guys, I'm not kidding when that's the story. There's no backstory. <laughs> There is no – I was waiting for it. I was waiting for, oh, yes, I was Jason's first kiss or, <laughs> oh, I'm Jason's quarter cousin twice removed and he's coming to get me again. Yeah. Uh, nothing. It's almost kind of ridiculous because literally this movie was just made for – Jason to murder. Killing and nudity. And it, and it shows because it's just minute one. We're killing. Killing. We're killing. And it never stops. It never lets up. And I absolutely love that about this. Yeah. It made no punches. You know when you watch uh, a Marvel movie and I don't know how they are. Well, I, I've watched them recently. But notoriously, I felt like the early ones, like the first Spider-Mans, you got – and like the Hulk, they retold the same backstory three different times in the Hulk movies. <laughs> All right. We got it. Okay. Kind of just like move it along. Like, yeah. And I know this is a sequel. No backstory, though. They just got right into it. They knew exactly what you wanted. Yeah, that was the thing. There had already been four. They were just like, if you're going to see a Jason movie, you you know why you're going to see a Jason yeah. movie. I loved I it. I think that's why people love Jason. I loved it. Because you know what you're supposed to do. Yeah, and I mean, expecting. it being the final chapter, quote unquote, maybe that's kind of where their head was at, too. Like, it's the final yeah. movie, it's so the go see the other three, you assholes. Like, you haven't seen them yet? Don't watch this. <laughs> right. Why would you be watching this? Right. Uh I thought it was great, though. But, yeah, that's really the story. That's <laughs> literally the story. No one has done any wrong to Jason. They're just living. Yeah, they're just there. And they're just there, and he's like, he's I, I need to kill. <laughs> yeah. You're on my lake, bitch. Yeah. Uh, I guess that's part of the story. Uh, and that's really it, and it's just a kill fest from minute one. Uh, Corey Feldman, uh, the probably the only character with any sort of Backstory, if you want to call it that, he's obsessed with <laughs> makeup. Wait, I don't <laughs> even know. I'm bringing design. this up because it literally never comes up again. But he's the only character with like a story. Well, it kind of comes up again. Kind of. <laughs> You're supposed well, to connect the dots when he shows the hit when he invites a hitchhiker into his house <laughs> to show him his special effects. I and love puppets. that they threw a hitchhiker in there. Like, like there just has to be a hitchhiker by Camp Crystal Lake. <laughs> and why was that guy hitchhiking? Like, he knew where he was going. <laughs> Uh, you uh, you wonder sometimes with these guys, but it was great until Corey Feldman was like, "Hey, I found a hitchhiker. I'm going to show him all my neat stuff." Yeah, I'd kill myself. Why was the mom okay? Like, 
Was she there? I don't even remember. She watched them run upstairs. Okay. I would have. Right. Ca- I would have been on the phone with the police though. <laughs> yeah, like, get this guy out of my fucking that sh- house. That should have been the first. He was carrying a gigantic pack. Like <laughs> he wasn't just like, oh yeah, I got to get through town. It was like, ooh, what is in that ginormous pack? Yeah, so wild. Uh, so yeah, let's. I mean, where do we even start with this? I feel like we should just go through the kills. There's so many. <laughs> okay. Actually, if we yeah. go if we go through the kills, we will be here all night. <laughs> there's so many but so what was your favorite kill oh man you're putting me on the spot right now i actually really like the first one to be honest with the you. first one was amazing it just, it just happens it, it goes right through the neck and the, the gore savini worked on this one right savini yes master savini is the best he is so good at everything he does and you know what i wish and i don't know if this isn't not true i wonder if there's a director cut of this they cut away from that hacksaw scene very fast, I felt like. Hmm. I felt like they didn't linger on it. I felt like Jason kind of gets one pump in there, and it kind of cuts away. Dude, I want to watch it again, right? that, that one scene right now, because it's so good. It's so fast. If there is an unrated director's cut, please let us know, or I will research. No, I won't. I'm too lazy. But <laughs> I want to see I want to see this. I think they edited out a lot of gore. I mean, you know Savini. Jesus Christ, in Maniac, which we reviewed last week or two weeks ago, he blew up a head into smithereens of blood everywhere. <laughs> I don't think he was like, eh, I'm just going to end this scene right on the first stroke of yeah. the hacksaw. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I think there's a cut out there that is brutal. Or maybe that's just me being a spoiled horror fan in 2015 that's like, I need to see more. I want to see the head fall off and the blood everywhere. I thought, I I mean, I just thought it was fantastic. That was my favorite scene, but I have to say, loved every scene, kill scene in this. (laughs) They were great. They They were were so good. And maybe that's the Savini effect. It it has to be. You know what I mean? And you know what? The guy who directed this also directed The Prowler. Okay. Which, have you seen The Prowler? Yeah, a long time One ago. of my favorite slashers ever. Yeah. So this guy just knows. That's an underrated one, too. He knows what we want. It is super underrated. Yeah, so yeah, you're right. Like, that's what he did. He's like, these guys know. It's like, fuck it. I'm making a movie for horror fans. And Dude, that's, put in that's what they amazing. See. So yeah, we so in the morgue, he uses a hacksaw and decapitates the morgue attendant. <laughs> I want to say, why are why are people in hospitals so horned up? Every horror movie, if the guys, the people working in the hospitals are so goddamn horny for each other. Everyone's fucking each other in these hospitals. I feel like if I worked at a hospital, I would not be. If you worked in a morgue, like the last thing I'd be is like, I gotta get my rocks off. <laughs> where's Performing that, these autopsies where's all that nurse? <laughs> what? No, I'd be like, oh go my god, cry. Yeah, I need to go take a nap. <laughs> uh, this is too much for me. But th- these guys are. And and it was in a uh, Halloween two, which we just yep, watched. Yep, yep. Same thing. So horned up. Everyone is all <laughs> horned up in the hospital. The, the Halloween two is even more ridiculous though, because they wait a minute. I've never even thought. I don't want to get off topic, but why is there a hot tub in the basement? <laughs> what, a, what a great question. <laughs> Where so I don't want to give away my genius idea, but I want to. I want to do a. I want to make a coffee table book called uh, horror movies greatest mysteries and just include them <laughs> like just think what was the one that you said that we talked about the other week why the guy from dawn of the dead i, I forget the actor's name why why does ken Faree from dawn of the dead 
know how to abort a baby. <laughs> in the movie, he goes, the, the woman's pregnant, and he says, do you want to abort it? I know how. <laughs> and he's not being, he's not being malicious. He's not, he's not being, he's not saying that like, I'm just going to punch her in the stomach or I'm going to throw her down the, yeah, yeah. not like that. He's genuinely concerned and is like, if she wants to abort the <laughs> child, I know, I know how to do that. Right. A, it's so insensitive. And B, how do you know that? And he's a military guy and he is not a medic. Don't even come at me with that because when they're bandaging people up, he doesn't know what he's doing. He asks the girl to do it. <laughs> so don't come at me with the medic bullshit. This guy. I like this idea for the book. This guy doesn't. Yeah. Well, and there's another one in that movie. Like, why does the bad guy in the sombrero that got. Why does the bad guy in the sombrero that invades the mall. We are so off topic. <laughs> why? When everyone is trying to run out of the mall, like all the baddies. Yeah. yeah. Headed by Tom Savini. Yeah. Again, he's everywhere. They all run out of the mall. One asshole in the sombrero. Runs up to a blood pressure machine and puts his hand in it while the zombies are attacking. <laughs> and then they attack him. <laughs> why? Why? It's such a poor life decision. That's the I, I, without beyond a shadow of a doubt, that is the worst life decision <laughs> you could ever make. That is terrible. Check your blood pressure. Anyway, the, now we're, we are so off track. We were off track to begin with with the hot tub yeah, you're, in yeah, Halloween yeah, too. This is taking but that time. is also in there. But that is also an unanswered question. Why is there a hot tub yeah. in the basement? Right. Anyway, so people in the hospitals are horny. Yes. That's the point of the story. That, yeah. <laughs> no, it's not. The point of the story is Friday the 13th. So these six kids move in. Mm -hmm. Including Crispin Glover. <sighs> I've got so much to say about this guy. What? <laughs> Should we talk about him now? <laughs> well, what else are we going to talk about? Yeah, no. <laughs> You're all... I mean, we could just go through the kill scenes all day if we wanted. I They're feel all amazing, like but Crispin Glover was playing himself. I feel that Crispin Glover might have thought he was camping with <laughs> six other college kids. <laughs> oh God, Crispin Glover! And does that make him a good actor if he was acting? Ooh, I just got the chills because he is so creepy in this movie. You know. Does he remind – I feel like he reminds everyone of somebody they know in their life. Somebody with just bad social skills and like they just – they're just off. Like when he – so this one kid keeps calling him a dead fuck throughout the movie, yeah. which was like <laughs> – Why? I don't know. It was like the worst part. But he comes up to him later at one point in the movie and is very threatening. And he's like, why are you calling me dead fuck? And I'm like, okay. So I get this. He's It's built up. Now he's getting angry. <laughs> It, nothing materializes from that conversation. <laughs> I think, like, he seemed really upset. That, <laughs> the, the, like, I feel like he, yeah. he felt like this guy was really calling him a dead fuck. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm so confused. It was terrifying. Can we talk about his dance moves for a second in this movie? Holy crap. Of course we can. Because <laughs> he wasn't acting, I don't think. Again, I think they said I, dance. I read that. He was not acting. That, that that was how he would dance in the clubs. Dude, I believe that a thousand percent. The look on the other actors' faces, watch this scene and look at everyone else. They're <laughs> not they're not acting. They are laughing at him. They are genuinely trying to act, but are laughing in yeah. between. 
I mean, how could you? I mean, that is some silly fucking dance moves. I would have run. I would have been like, I don't want to be on this movie. I don't care. It's not worth the money. This guy's going to kill us all. Yeah. This guy is way worse than the guy playing Jason. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. Like, those moves were crazy. Have you ever seen Crispin Glover get kicked off the Letterman show? Yes. Okay. So, so that leads me to believe he's not acting. Did you know that was supposedly an act? I read that too. I don't so, believe it. Everything involving this guy is an enigma. Is yeah. he acting or is he just nuts? I think he's – I don't think he's acting though. I don't think he's Did acting. you see Hot Tub Time Machine? We're getting way off. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you see him in that movie? What do you play in it? He's the guy with one arm that like takes their bags but he like <laughs> – oh, He gets so yeah, angry yeah, yeah, in the beginning yeah, yeah. and throws her luggage and stuff. Again, it's like he's not acting. He's just being nuts. He, he is wild. He is really crazy. I mean holy cow. Oh. <laughs> Oh. And like when he's in the bed with the, oh my god, so he has sex with one of the twins, which I don't even know where those twins came from. Do you? They weren't with them. I really don't. know. I like blinked and then yeah, they were around. So anyway, so he sleeps with one of these twins, and they're laying there. Yeah, no, no, they're just local girls. They meet them just randomly. Okay, well, whatever. But anyway, I mean, I'm not going to argue it, but <laughs> there's nothing to argue. It's just an odd – they just showed up. But yeah. <laughs> again, I mean, no backstory, just more bodies pretty much. They were like, oh, I want like two more kill scenes. Get some twins. <laughs> uh, so anyway, he's uh, Crispin Glover sleeps with one of these girls and he they're laying there and he says, am I a dead fuck? <laughs> And she says, no, of course not. You're wonderful. He proceeds to do something I can only describe as raping her face with his mouth and tongue. (laughs) It is the most horrific thing. Joe, it looked like he was forcing himself on Am I wrong? No, you're right. It looked like she kind of tried to pull away, right? And he was like holding her. Yeah. That was not acting. Her face is a good way to describe that. He forced herself on that girl. It was the most uncomfortable scene I've watched in a very long time. Yeah. Way worse than any kill scene in this movie. That was the most horrifying thing I've ever seen. This poor, like, he's open mouth, open mouth, not gentle. His tongue is out, and he is, like, forcing <laughs> it down her throat. And this poor girl looks it's like. as it, if it was his first time doing it. Yes. And he he just <laughs> he'd never seen anyone else do it ever. This is why I think it's real. <laughs> this is why I don't think he acted during this movie. Oh, <laughs> oh, I'm getting the chills, man. He was awful. He he was so creepy. And when his death comes out of nowhere, I was very upset because I wanted to see more, but I was also very relieved. Yeah. <laughs> I was so relieved he got a corkscrew to the hand and like a machete to the head. Yeah, that's exactly what <laughs> you could could not describe that any better. No, it was, that's exactly what happened. There was a question with a hand and machete. To it that. was amazing. Everything. I loved it. Can we talk about the skinny dipping? Sure. I just love that. It was just, just for no real. I'd reason. say this movie. I love it. I'd say this movie is one of those movies that proves the gore score wrong in the opposite way. I think this would be a five star on the gore score scale. Yeah, because it's just. Titties left and right. There's just gore left. Amazing and right. death scene. Yeah, I mean, awesome bat. The best. One of the best baddies. Best. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's like a five. It has to be. And it's not the best horror movie ever. And made. the uh, the intangible. Oh, intangible. Intangible. 
is I loved it as a kid. Let's talk about that. I mean, that that was a big part of this movie. We both seen this very young. Yeah. Uh, adolescence. Or uh like elementary a bit school. earlier. Probably like seventh, eighth grade. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Cause I th- I was gonna say sixth grade. Sixth or seventh. No, yeah, fifth or sixth grade, probably. Uh yeah, definitely fifth or sixth grade. And actually, yeah, I'll go with that. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's closer. And Man, watching the beginning of this gave me the feels hard for yeah, Friday the, the 13th. Nostalgia. The nostalgia was kicking in hard on this one for me. Now that you're older, you're like desensitized. But when you're a kid, I mean, this movie, movie was, was like magical. Ev- yeah, this movie was everything that you weren't supposed to be watching. <laughs> yes, just 100%. in one. That's all it was. And like, that's all you wanted to talk about. And if somebody saw one of those movies and you hadn't seen it, you were so jealous of yeah. them. And then they just – everyone just talked about the kill scenes. Like, oh, Jason did this. Jason did that. And you just talked about the boobs and how awesome it was. Everyone was getting naked. Watching the beginning of this, I realized that three and four were probably the ones I'd seen the most. And probably four coming ahead of three because I've probably just seen the beginning of four so many times I thought I saw three a lot. Because <laughs> it starts with the three, the scenes yeah. from three, and not just the scenes. They show like every kill from this three. one was also the one I had seen the most. And I, I get it now. Yeah, it was so good. It was exactly what we wanted as kids. All we wanted was a ton of death. I mean, there were some movies you rented as a kid, even some Friday the Thirteenth, where it was just like, come on, I, I don't need to know all this. Jason takes Manhattan. I want to see some boobs, or I want to see somebody's head cut off now. <laughs> I don't need a story. Yeah. And this movie delivered minute one. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like they can't do that anymore. Like they can't pull it off anymore. Like the new one that's going to come out is going to, ha- you know, it's going to have this backstory. Oh, it's going to be an hour of backstory <laughs> yeah. and then 30 minutes of the shit we want to see. Exactly. Give us what we want. And the thing is, they're not going to because so many people are going to tear it apart when they see it. There was no backstory. I wanted was... to, we'll talk about that after the break because I, I think there's something to be said about uh, about that concept. But this movie was gave me such a throwback. I mean, yeah, I had a ton of fun watching it again too. Do you remember on Halloween when they would just play them all? Like back in the day, they would – now I can't like I turn on this Halloween there was like nothing playing there was like maybe Halloween playing at like 8 o'clock and like AMC's Fear Fest which used to be Monster Fest used to be amazing they would play great all this mix shit. up yeah awesome stuff they really got some great movies now they nickel and dime you know the movie they put some movies on there that you go what the fuck and then you realize oh it's because they don't have to pay a lot yeah, yeah. I want to watch fucking Ghost Ship on on Halloween night. Don't put that on. I want to watch all the Friday the 13th movies. Come on. Like, what are you doing? And they don't even capitalize on the Friday the 13th. I, yeah. Every Friday the 13th. That shit should, be, shit playing should be playing from every- dawn to dusk. Yeah. God damn it. Yeah. Are we the only people with brains I anymore? feel like it used to be that way. I could be totally making that up, but I no, feel like no, no, it used no. to be that it, way. It did. And especially Monster Fest was amazing. Yeah. You turned on Monster Fest, you were watching something awesome. Now you get like like they'll try to th- throw it like Ghost Ship. You're right, Ghost Ship was on there. <laughs> I know it was. It was crazy. I don't even hate Ghost Ship that much, but why? Why? There's a million other yeah. horror movies, or just even Halloween themed movies. Honestly, Trick or Treat, pay for it. It's like basically an independent movie. You're telling me you can't afford to run Trick or Treat? I know. I Jeez, know. Jason Crow. 
What? You never heard that saying? Cheese and crow. Jeezum crow. Oh no. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> this is what happens when you have a son and you don't want to say Jesus Christ in front of him. Because, guys, I'm not being a prude here, but when you hear your son say Jesus Christ at two, you get concerned. It's just words that shouldn't be coming out of his mouth yet. It just, just not well. Uh, what would you like about this movie? I mean, a lot. <laughs> uh, I mean, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. That's true. Just been talking about it. I liked that it just cut right to the chase. Mm-hmm. Just killing for the sake of killing, yeah. nudity for the sake of nudity, and yeah. it just had that throwback cheesy feel that everything that I wanted to see and has been missing for so it long. has been missing. And I agree, like 100%. you just said, I can't describe it any better than watching it and just. I had this feeling of this is what I've been missing. Every kill was absolutely great. Yeah. Every kill was There's no off-the-screen kills that make you leave it up to imagination. It was just there. There was, was one, and it was so well done. Yeah, you're right. I shouldn't. <laughs> the, the shadow. Yeah. The, the, this girl goes out to, to take her bicycle home in a s- storm, and the shadow that kills her is so good. It was like a spear through the heart. Yeah, it was. Oh, my yeah. gosh. And the kill scene where he grabs her. Through the window? Yep. I mean, it was insane because I don't even know what he was standing on. <laughs> he yanks this girl so hard out of the window and the body, good slow motion, by the way, I should say, good slow motion, body falls on the car. That didn't even look like a dummy. <laughs> yeah. That it's might that have been car a, so hard. That was a, a I think that was double a stunt jumping double. out of the window. Because that was wild. That did not look like a dummy whatsoever. That was a great kill scene. Yeah. Tom Savini's the man. Yeah, he is. He's a fucking genius. The kills were great. And like that wasn't even a gory scene. It was just brutal. Yeah. It was so There was no gore in that scene at all. No. No. It was a sweet kill. It was an amazing kill. What did you not like? So, honestly, the worst scene in this movie was we already talked about. (laughs) The hitchhiker... And and the kid being like, I will argue a different scene, but go on. Okay, all right, good. So I hated this scene. The hitchhiker, they find a hitchhiker, they pick him up because he can fix their car. Tommy is is that his name? Yeah, Tommy. Yeah, yeah. Tommy, who is Corey Feldman. Corey Feldman says, uh, "Come inside. Come inside." Runs inside with this guy. What? 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 Yeah. Why? I would never let a stranger in my house. <laughs> this, this is in a movie where a dead man is running around killing people. This is the least that they know about. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's pretty bad too. But just the fact that they invited this hitchhiker in and Corey Feldman showing him his stupid puppets, which by the way are like works of art. <laughs> yeah, they were so well done. Better special effects than a lot of movies we've watched. <laughs> like, and Corey Feldman's just playing with them. Yeah. So stupid. That that scene drove me nuts. What was your least favorite scene, though? My least favorite scene also involved Corey Feldman. It was the end when Jason is terrorizing his <sighs> sister. And Corey Feldman, like, <laughs> remembers what Jason looked like as a kid. So he thinks... Well, he the, finds the newspaper. The newspaper. That's not, yeah. He finds the newspaper. Yeah. Showing what Jason looked like as a kid. So he thinks to himself, I'm going to make myself look like Jason as a kid because maybe that'll fuck with him, <laughs> bring up some mommy issues. I think that was – yeah, well, that's really deep thinking for a kid. Yeah, you're <laughs> right. Like that's like I'm going to make 
he'll be really freaked out when he sees me looking like him as a child. So what? No. No. What would make you think that he has just killed everybody? Everybody you know. Uh, yeah, really not a great not a great ending. Like I just don't understand the thought process. You know, I think I think as a kid even I w- I was always disappointed by the way they killed Jason most times. It was always seemed so anticlimactic. I agree. But you know what I loved? I'm sorry, but I just, yeah. just thought of this. As a kid, the fact that you got to see Jason's face. Dude. The okay. mask comes so off. So can we talk about this? I swear to God, as a kid, I was like trying to always find where you could f- see Jason's face. Every, I, th- I feel like everyone did that. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. And it was just always in front of you. <laughs> like every movie. Yeah. Every <laughs> movie still, was like, a big reveal. It's like such a mystery. And really, though, if you look through the images of Jason's face, it changed. Every single Every time. Every single time. Yeah. Every single time. But you're right. For whatever reason. Like, it was... As a kid, I was like, what does his face look like? Yeah. <laughs> I'd seen it a hundred times. I know. Maybe every you fall time, asleep at the Every end. time you see it, you're like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah. You see Jason's face. Oh, my gosh. Uh, but, yeah. No. Uh, overall, a great, great movie. Oh, I just read my note about uh, Corey Feldman shaving his head to look like him. And I just wrote... Ballsy plan, kid. Doesn't even really make sense. <laughs> it, it it literally makes less sense than anything. Yeah, yeah. You're right. It's so funny that I wrote that. Like, instead of being like, oh, this guy's going to kill my sister. I better go get some weapons or I better go get some help or I just better run for yeah. my fucking life. No. I'm going <laughs> to shave my head and remind him of himself when he's little. He, like, bicks his head. <laughs> How do you have the time? Dude, Why are your hands not so shaking? My hands would be shaking so bad, I'd have blood pouring. <laughs> Jason wouldn't have to do anything to kill me. I'd be dead. I'd be Probably dead. shaves his head. It's so ugly, too. There'd be no skin on my head. I'd be Stupid. bloody mess. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, Corey Feldman kills Jason at the end of this. Whacks him in the head with a machete. Jason, uh-oh, Jason's alive. Corey Feldman goes, goes ham. wild. Goes nuts. And just starts chopping the crap out of Jason. Yeah. His sister looks terrified, rightfully so. Uh, we we then cut to the future. The sister's in the hospital. She's very concerned about her brother's mental being. I mean, look at the haircut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then the, the end scene, maybe the worst scene in the movie, just because you're like, oh, come on. <laughs> this is how you end yeah. the final chapter. Yeah. They hug each other. Zooms in. Zooms in on Corey Feldman's face, wide-eyed, like, I'm the next Jason. Yeah, I have severe psychological problems for yeah. the rest of my life. Uh, and that's that's the end. Yeah. And that's where we leave off the final chapter, open-ended. <laughs> but all in all, well worth movie. it. Well worth so, it. Dude, rewatch it. If you've seen it, just rewatch it again. If you haven't seen it in a while, you will be so happy to if rewatch it. If you're watching it to watch a good movie, such as... The Godfather, you will have a bad time. If you're watching yeah. it to watch a Friday the 13th movie and for a straight-up slasher flick, you're going to love it. Yeah. If if you're wa- if you're expecting The Godfather from you're this. You're an asshole. You are an asshole. And please, don't go on Rotten Tomatoes and rate it because you're going to rate it a one when it's not a one. Just stop it. Just stop it already. Enough. <laughs> Enough. We are going to petition Rotten Tomatoes to put up that warning. <laughs> it should also be like a question like, 
what were you expecting out of this? <laughs> what what did you think was going to happen in Friday the yeah. 13th part 4? <laughs> did you think did you think Corey Feldman was really going to pull out his acting chops for this? Yeah. It's sick. Guys, we are going to take a break. Before but, we take the break, I, I do this to you every single podcast. Every, every single, single episode. Every single episode. No, it's consistent. People like it. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you know this movie, Friday the 13th Part 4, set a record-breaking weekend box office gross? Really? It did. At that time, it gave him that opening weekend, $11,183,148. Do you have the budget on it? It could have been more than $2 million. Two million? It could have been could have been more than a fucking million. I'll look it up. We'll, well get back to you. Let's let's break. talk about plying these kids with booze and condoms. All right, you got like five hundred thousand there. <laughs> and Crispin Glover's medication. It was the twenty <laughs> It was the twenty sixth highest grossing movie of nineteen eighty four, which I feel like eighty four was a good year. Yeah. I think. Don't come back to us and tell us that eighty four was like the worst year ever and this movie was a giant piece of shit. <laughs> Guys, we are going to take a break and we'll be right back. We're going to discuss, we got some fun stuff to discuss. We're going to talk about that nostalgia factor. We're going to talk about favorite Friday the 13th. Yes. And we're going to talk about Crispin Glover more because I know you guys want more. And the budget was 1.8 million. That's a fucking payday right there. Told you. All right, guys, we'll be right back. You are about to see scenes of a film said to be the most controversial in the history of motion pictures. The movie they said could never be shown. In fact, you have read the headlines across the newspapers of this country and the world, and you have heard the news. This is the movie that could only have been made in South America, where life is cheap. It will shock you and astound you. It is not meant for weak hearts or weak stomachs. Because of the highly controversial and violent nature of this movie, we are only able to show you some selected, edited scenes at this time. But the complete, unexpurgated, unedited, uncensored version will be coming soon to this theater. Ladies and gentlemen, the bloodiest thing that ever happened in front of a camera. Snuff. story of four innocent young actresses who thought they were making just another movie but didn't know they were making the ultimate movie snuff the film that could only be made in south america where life is cheap you will feel the pain and you will not flinch from it What starts as a simple story of love and sexual passion 
ends in an orgy of diabolical bloody lust. A movie so controversial you will find it difficult to believe it was actually filmed. Snuff. All right, guys, welcome back. Thanks for sticking with us. We really appreciate you guys downloading. We hope you guys liked the last episode with the user submissions. We really appreciate everybody sending those in. That was pretty awesome. Yes, sure was. There was a lot. We're probably going to have to trim them down next time, but don't let that hesitate you. We will pick the best of the best, so just make yours better than everyone else's. (laughs) Yeah, no pressure. Kill each other. Kill each other to get on the show. So, last week we discussed movies that watched as a kid, loved, rewatched later, and basically <laughs> hated ourselves for liking. This movie does not fall into that category whatsoever, in my opinion. Where does this rank for you in terms of the Friday the 13th? Yeah, it ranks pretty high, actually. Me too. I may give the best to the first one just because... Kind of have to. You kind of have to. Yeah. It's hard to gauge it. You can almost, almost, like, take the first one aside and make that a separate movie. A separate movie. movie. Yeah. And then all of the sequels as this new category of movie. Like, you know what I mean? Like, the first one is so different. I mean, the first one doesn't isn't about Jason. No, the other ones are about this monster. Like, it's so weird how it happened. How like that did that too. even happen? It must have just been this phenomenon. With it's I don't actually, even understand. It's actually like quite surreal. It is. It's really odd when you think about it. You take a movie <laughs> that really has nothing to do with this kid. Like, no. I mean, everything has to do with this kid because he died, and that's why everything happened. But he is such a small part of that movie. Yeah. And you take that small part and just make it in this huge fucking a completely universe. Different. Yeah. He's a child when he dies and he is a full grown man. A full, yeah. Even at the end of the first one, he jumps out of the water and, and pulls scr- her in. He's a scrawny Which little boy. Which is scary also. Agreed. It's its own terrifying take on it. But, but then he's just a fucking huge ass killing machine. Imagine if like the remake, he's like a golem-esque he's just been like <laughs> living underwater and like Looking his pretty. skin's all like rotted off and he's just uh, all skinny yeah oh god you're so disappointing uh yeah i guess it would because people would just like <laughs> hit, oh, hit him with his, his legs with a hammer and <laughs> die uh, but uh to answer your question it ranks pretty high just on yeah. the fact like we've been saying all show it just showed you everything you wanted to see in a slasher flick i'd say if you take that first one out and we're just ranking the sequels, it's probably one. It, yeah, it has to be. And I think a lot of that has to do with Savini. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Although not really, because I just love that it got into it. It got down and dirty right away. Yeah, and, and like the director who did The Prowler just seems to know what, know what to do. That is also true. That is very true. Yeah, it, it, it 
definitely didn't it, it this one holds up for sure from childhood i mean i had fond memories of it but just rewatching it, i had i had a blast rewatching it and you know you, you think about movies now we, we were about to talk about it and I, I said to hold off on it how these how these why are people going into this thinking you're gonna see see the godfather or even rosemary's baby like you know that's not what you're going to see yeah. it's not gonna be winning any oscars Corey feldman was the star he was eight <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah i don't get it either i don't i'd be curious to pinpoint the time that like we as society we became nerds like yeah like snobs like Something just turned where you can't just have fun. One of yeah, yeah. I mean, why can't people just sit back and just watch these and and listen? I'm guilty of it just as much. And so am I. And there's a stigma to 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 remakes, but why can't we just watch a remake and just be like and grade it for what it is, just a movie? Like, honestly, guys, the people that crap on the Friday the Thirteenth remake, which whatever, that's it's objective, but. It's not like the Friday the 13th were fucking masterpieces. <laughs> a lot of them were awful. And that's true. With a capital A. Awful. <laughs> You're not – it's not like they're it, – it's not like the people making these sequels were like, we have to – a very high standard to uphold here. <laughs> it, it's, it's such an interesting conversation because I'm not even sure I know where I stand on it because I'm guilty of like both sides. Yeah. And – I of course I didn't expect the remake to be a masterpiece. No. But at the same time, I don't I didn't want it to have a back. I don't even know what I'm complaining about to be honest. With you. No, <laughs> it, I, I it's, it's so weird. I think that's the majority of people. They don't know what they're complaining about. I think they're just com- complaining to seem more intelligent. But the fact <laughs> is, rewatch all of the Friday the Thirteenth, and you will be like, oh, you know whoops. what? I actually wanted to whoops. Be- last last week we talked about movies that didn't hold up that yeah. I really enjoyed as a kid, and one of them that I had thought of talking about was. Jason Takes Manhattan. Because I feel like for whatever reason, that one was on TV the most. It was always on TV. I don't TV. know why. And I remember, Probably easier to edit. It was like the, yeah. It was like the easiest access for me. And I was like, oh, Jason Takes Manhattan is like the best thing ever. I know. <laughs> Watch it. It's, it's so bad. Garbage. It's, it's absolute it's garbage. What part was that? I think that was eight. Okay. I was going to say six. Don't but... quote me on that. No, no. It's not six. Wait, is six the one with the girl with telekinetic powers? Oh my god! That brings them back from the bottom yeah, of the see, lake. Okay, guys, uh, <laughs> when you when you complain about the remakes, just watch some of these. <laughs> just watch like six through whatever, and just tell us, please. Just try and argue <laughs> with us that you, they are ruining a amazing film legacy because <laughs> they're not. <laughs> it is. Jason takes my hand. Is part eight. Part eight. Jason goes to hell is nine, and then Jason X when he goes to outer space. <laughs> yeah, but they're going to tarnish Jason's history with a remake. Jason goes to outer space. Like, guys, you know they can't do anything after Jason goes to outer. How are they going to recover from that? You can only. Guys, this might be the only movie where they have a full blown excuse to start over. Sorry, some asshole made Jason X. Jason goes to space. Can't can't do anything with that after that. You can't. You <laughs> really can't. What? Why the fuck is he in outer space? Uh, I know. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, that's rough. Uh, that's a that's a rough 
part of movies these days. I, I'm not a big fan of it. I, I just want everyone to watch it and have fun. I mean, there's just there's something to like in any movie you see. There's got I no. <laughs> But movies like this, yes. Yeah, there's there's got to be something you like. And don't go into it expecting what you are. <laughs> All right. Two things we just want to talk about before we wrap up the show. Crispin Glover. Yes. Did a little research on him. I encourage everyone to Google Crispin Glover and find his webpage. <laughs> it is out of GeoCities. It is cuckoo bonkers crazy. And thankfully, like all old web pages of the old days, he has a date when it's been updated, and it was updated in November. <laughs> so it's not – this is current. <laughs> this is a current website. So oh, Crispin. So freaking bad. And the other thing I wanted to just quickly mention is, is this the fall of Corey Feldman, this movie? Uh, on a personal level? Yeah. I mean, he's a little kid hanging around with he's like fucking and doing. He's drugs. like, I'll say maybe twelve or thirteen in this movie, and he is the only cast. You think he's that old in that movie? Maybe. Uh, keep talking. I'll confirm. He he is the only child in this movie, and the only other actors are in besides the mom are in their twenties, maybe thirties, yeah. but naked. And if you're telling me these these actors aren't having a good time. Offset, you're, you're you're kidding me. I can tell you one person who wasn't having a good time. Offset, who's that? It'd be Crispin Glover. Oh, oh yes. So <laughs> Joe's fiance owns Corey Feldman. I never, I didn't even thought about this fact until I just said it out loud. Joe, <laughs> Joe's fiance owns Corey Feldman's autobiography. Uh, so she amazingly knew the pages that these were on and sent them. Sent screenshots to us. Like almost immediately. <laughs> you frightened me very quickly. Uh, and what did she have to what did she what did she let us in on on that? That Corey Feldman says <laughs> Crispin Glover, everyone else would spend their time flirting and drinking and partying, and Crispin Glover would just go by the lake and just stare at the water for hours, not talking to anyone. Makes just sense. staring. And one night they all went looking for a bar and Crispin Glover went to an antique shop. Where he spent thousands of dollars worth of toys. Keep in mind he was in his 20s. Yeah. An antique shop buying toys and he bought a, a submarine, which he then brought to the lake and lost and, and held up production for a short while. Because when you because go. he wanted to find it, it wouldn't, wouldn't resume work until he did. When you go to an antique store and buy something, the first thing you want to do it's is play, 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 play with it in a dirty ass lake. <laughs> Genius. Crispin Glover. I'm is, more impressed that he had thousands of dollars to spend on toys. Was this pre Back to the Future? Or post? It was. Back this was future, pre Back to back the Future. Future's eighty five. This was eighty four. I want to like look up his ugh, his like filmography, but I just hate him so much after this movie. Really? He <laughs> on camera. <laughs> that, that, uh, that is a claim. Well, it's a legend. Oh my god, he alleged. <laughs> no, that, you're the one alleging that. Nobody else is alleging anything. I might have to edit that out. <laughs> That's not true. That's not true. There is a scene in this film in which it looks like he... In Sean's eyes. That's that's assault, brother. So, uh, are you pulling that up? Yeah. I was too flustered by your allegations. Crispin Glover. I got sidetracked. 
Are you are you, are you waiting? Yeah, for I'm me? ready. Oh. Let's let's talk. I don't have it yet. Oh. <laughs> he was in an episode of the Facts of Life. Wait, I thought you were pulling up the book. Oh, what? <laughs> Wait, what was I supposed to be doing? I don't know. I thought uh, you asked me what he, what he was in before <laughs> Friday the Thirteenth. No, but I'll take that while you. I was wondering what took you so long. Uh, oh my he, gosh. <laughs> He was in The Facts of Life as a cadet, and mm-hmm. he was in uh, The Hill Street Blues as a space cadet, <laughs> and then uh, he was in Friday the 13th. What? Yeah. So where do you get... Wow. So he's just, he's just blowing his parents' money. Yeah, it's what it sounds like, and he might have paid to get into every role he's ever been in. <laughs> How did he make move? Who watched this and was like, this guy would be great in Back to, the, Back future. to the Future? <laughs> I don't know. Make a franchise. Let's add them. Uh, so I found the f- original Fangoria, July 1984, that this is our last thing here, that uh, talks about Friday the 13th. It's before it was released. It's a whole. It's about this Friday the 13th? It talks about Friday the 13th, part four. Okay. And mainly it's really about Tom Savini and whether they think Jason is really dead or not. I don't know why a publication is talking about that. Uh so one of the, a couple of things I wanted to talk about was they're they're talking to Tom Savini and they ask him. I'll just read this straight from the magazine. Of course, everyone wonders: Can we be sure that Jason is really dead? Will the thirteenth never fall on a Friday again? That's the stupidest question I've ever heard. That's <laughs> Well, the well, granted, ever, like, seven-year-olds were reading Fangoria, like, oh, yeah, but, well, this but is the first that's the dumbest thing I've ever read. Um, and then the quote starts from Tom. I think it's done, says Savini. We did so much damage to Jason that I don't see how they can bring him back. They do. Uh, and I really don't think they intend to. Ooh, they did. There was a moment. Really quickly, too, by the way. Yeah, very quickly. There was a moment on the last day of shooting we shot the scene where the police arrive and Jason's body is lying there. We finished the shot and Joe Zito said, Jason's gone. He's dead. There was a long pause and Frank Mancuso, who produced all four of the films, said, yeah, it feels kind of odd to know he's really gone. So I guess it's true. Jason really – This is, that ends the quote. So I guess it's really – so now we're in the voice of the Fangoria author – so I guess it's true. Jason really is dead, and Mrs. Voorhees is dead, and we've seen the last Friday the 13th. Ugh. But if Jason Voorhees' reign of terror is ended, we asked, how come we've never heard anything about Jason's father, Mr. Voorhees? <laughs> a quote from Tom Zavini. Oh, wait. I got to read this just verbatim. So it's a quote. Okay. It says, hmm, end quote. And then it says, <laughs> wait, and then it says, he hummed. Uh, and then the quote starts again. Then the quote starts again. I hadn't thought of that. <laughs> and that is the end of the article. <laughs> hmm. He hummed. That is literally what it says. Hmm. Fucking, fucking onomatopoeia. Right. <laughs> so insane. Oh, man. So great. Um, unfortunately, guys, they went on to make six more. Seven if you include the reboot. Eight, if you include the upcoming reboot. Yeah. So, nice Wait, try. did you include uh, Freddy vs. Jason? Nope. Nine. 
Uh, they also had a great piece called Friday the 13th, the final chapter of the body count. They wrote, at our press time, Friday the 13th, they abbreviated the whole thing for whatever reason, F13 semicolon TFC is still the editor's is still at the editor's bench. What follows is not an official tally. However, we have made a list as accurate as possible. Total deaths, body count. I don't know how they know these people's names. Axel, the morgue attendant. Hacksaw to the throat and full circle head twist. Wait, is there a full circle head twist? Uh, I do not remember. I don't think there is. I think they cut away as soon as he hacksaws them. Oh, maybe there is. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like that might have been edited out. Uh, Nurse Morgan, scalpel to the chest and pulled down. That, Gutted. Awesome. That was really good. I forgot about that. Samantha the flirt. Bowie knife through the back from beneath the raft. Oh, so they left somebody off on this. They left the hitchhiker with the banana eating the banana <laughs> on the side of the road. Yeah. The weirdest scene I've <laughs> So random. Clearly just crammed in. They're like, oh, we want more death. <laughs> just put this chick on the side of the road. Jason stabs a knife through her head. Uh, Samantha the flirt bowie knife. Yep. Paul the partier speared from below. Terry twin. <laughs> These are the worst names. Speared while riding bike. Jimmy the jerk. Corkscrew. Oh, this is Crispin. Corkscrew in the hand. Cleaver in the face. Nailed to a doorway. That scene was so good when Jason pulls him down yep. from the doorway. Yep. Uh, Ted the computer, knife in the head. Doug the nice guy, nose jammed back into skull, also gets tacked up. I don't know if I remember that one. Sarah the sweet, axe in the chest. Rob the Jason hunter, garden harrow in the neck. Mom, drowned in the bath. Yeah. Drowned in the bathtub. Oh, right, the girl, right, The right. daughter finds her. Yeah, yeah. Jason, extensive multiple machete wounds, no doubt exacerbated by wounds from previous films. <laughs> <laughs> yes, no, that's very true. Uh, so in total, they had a count of 13, and it should probably be around 14. <laughs> should probably be around 14 when it's all said and done. What are you watching right now? This is the beginning. Oh, this is the movie. Yeah. So it's, oh yeah, they, they showed like a clip show of all the kills. Yeah. Pretty much defeating what we talked about before. <laughs> it just goes right into it. But yeah. So Joe just pulled up the clip where with with the hacksaw scene. That is uh, a little more gruesome than I thought. Although they do cut away from the hacksaw part, but I forgot all about the head twist yeah, at the end. That's pretty awesome. That is pretty amazing. That is pretty amazing. All right, guys, that is the end of the show. Thank you guys all so much for listening. We also want to thank Harley Poe for letting us use the song Gorehound. You can find them at harleypoe.com, facebook.com slash harleypoe, or check out our website. We've got all of his links to Bandcamp and iTunes. You can find me on Twitter at I Hate Horror Show. Find me at JoeV421. We're on Tumblr, IHateHorror.tumblr.com, our website, IHateHorror.com. And now Facebook, please like us on Facebook. Got to build that up so I can start using that more. Uh, facebook.com slash I hate horror. Biggest thing you guys can do. We really appreciate you guys downloading it. 
means the world to us. But if you can just subscribe, rate us and review us, that's all you got to do. And uh, that just helps us on iTunes. That helps other people find us. And that'll help iTunes recognize us as being a good show. Yes, please. Because they don't, they don't just see our natural talent. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much again. We really appreciate it. And we'll see you soon. Thank you. Adios. Yeah.